You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we're back with another episode. And I'm so excited. I have a special guest today, Brooke. I don't bring on guests very often, but I just really fell in love with Brooke. And we actually, have we ever like physically met in person over the years? Have we met at an event in the past? Okay. Okay. So I know Brooke, she, I don't even know her in real life, but I know her in the virtual world, but she has been a part of the same direct sales industry that I am a part of since 2019. And her energy is just absolutely magnetic. I was very much so drawn to her personality. I've actually asked her to do a few things for me because she's been a student in my Rockstar Recruitment course. And the one thing that I really love about Brooke is that she just has this go-getter mindset and she's just, you can just feel that excitement, that passion, that energy, that drive. And I know without even really sitting down and having an in-depth conversation with Brooke before inviting her to do this interview with me that she has her crap together. And I love that. And I know that that energy is taking her places and I'm excited for it. And a lot of you guys have asked for me to have a podcast guest that is really in the trenches and is actually seeing financial success in their direct sales business, is growing a team in their direct sales business, is really seeing growth. And so Brooke has done this um, since she's been a been a body partner since 2019. She started as a master's level school social worker with two kids. So two kids, her husband is a night shift police officer. And after one year, she actually left her career as a social worker, which is really cool to pursue this dream of being a stay-at-home mom while building her direct sales business. So she's currently in the body world. If you know this language, she's currently a five-star diamond, which means she has five leaders underneath of her at this time. She's a 2023 elite body partner, which means she's in the top 0.01% of the company. And in our road to elite recognition program, she's a two-time elite leader And one of those years, she was a team builder. So Brooke has got some success and some fast success because she's only been with the organization since 2019. And so today we're really going to talk about, you know, what it takes to build a direct sales business from the trenches as somebody not that is on the other side, but as somebody that is really navigating through that right now. So Brooke, we're happy to have you here. Thank you for, for joining us today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. This is such a dream. And it's funny as I'm looking at my, I have my direct sales done right planner right here and all my messy notes. I'm like, do I really have it together or do I just fake it till I make it? For sure. A little bit of both. You have it together and then you also sort of have this blind faith and confidence that even though you don't know all the steps, you'll figure it out. And that's that's what you're navigating, right? So I think that's cool. And I think people need to know that that's what this journey is, is it's just you do and you figure it out as you go. Absolutely. Very much so for me too. I'm the same way. I have an undergrad in in psych, master's in special ed. So I didn't have the skill set that 
we're using every single day, that those are all learned skills. But okay, here's what I want you to do. Will you sort of give people a backstory? So I introduced you, but you know, how did you get connected with the company? What really made you say, I want to build a business. So walk us through just a little bit of your story. Okay. Well, thank you for the kind introduction. I always have a hard time putting out you know, what I've done in this business, because I feel like I'm such a normal person. If you follow me on social media at all, I am very messy, very normal. I started in 2019. I will cut to the chase. I had quite the weight loss story. So again, that's all on my social. If people want to go and follow me and look at that, you can see my weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. But I saw my coach, uh, Brooke Anderson, actually, she was a teacher and she was talking on her stories kind of around the time when I joined her for my health and fitness journey. Mm -hmm. She was talking about how she left her job and was able to be home with her babies. And in the corner of my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, how amazing would that be? My second daughter, who's now my middle child, she was about nine months old when I signed up. And I had just gone back because I worked in the school system, had the summer off with her, loved it. And when I went back to school, I was miserable. (laughs) Honestly, I would go, I would cry. My husband was a second and third shift cop. So my life was wild. Like that whole first year of building this business, honestly, that first month, I just wanted to pay for my stuff because (laughs) he was like, you know, we should uh, cover the products. And I was like, Ooh, I could go to GNC or I could share on social media and make some income back. I mean, it's working for me. Why not try this? But in the corner of my mind, I always knew that this is something that I would love to potentially see if I could, you know, leave my job. So in the cracks of my day, I mean, itty bitty bitty cracks. I had a 40 minute commute coming home to pick up my girls. It was a two hour drive to get them from two different daycare sites back home. And yeah, it was wild. And so I literally remember just being on my phone in the bathroom, like going on a bathroom break and sending a couple messages. Or while I was driving between schools, I would send a voice message. Like it was like 4.30 in the morning, I would do 15 minutes of work, you know, do my workout and then head out for the day. Like it was very, very messy. My coach had painted that picture, uh, but she had painted this picture for me that this could be my reality. So mm-hmm. I worked, I worked, I worked. And by the very end of 2019, I had done well enough to when we were looking down, we were sitting down, my husband and I looked at the income I was making, how much we were paying in daycare, which was insane. And when we put the numbers all together, we said, okay, we're going to be tight, but we can do this. We found out we were pregnant with our third very soon after, which was not very planned. We were thinking of waiting for a bit, but surprise. (laughs) Yeah. And I just kind of went for it. I started working on my business. I went through a little weird transition. And I don't know if you ever went through this, Melanie, with your work, but going from this full-time social work job to being a stay-at-home mom, I feel like I had a little bit of an identity crisis. I was like, oh, what am I, what am I doing? What are people going to think of me? Like I went to school for six years and now I'm here pursuing this dream of building an online health and wellness business. But every time, every month I would do this, I would always think about, you know, what would my life be like if I went back to work? And I just, it made me feel sick. I was like, I have to make this work. So 2021, I earned my invite to our company's new leader conference, our team. Um, For those in this world, I hit the rank of two-star diamond with my team. 
And that was a big goal for me to get to Vegas because I knew like in-person events are where it's at and I needed to learn from other leaders in the company. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, that event was virtual, but luckily they still put something on. So we got to, our team got together as like a small little team at an Airbnb and we watched from our computer, took notes. It was great. And I joke, and this is actually what I talked about at New Leader Conference that I spoke at this past February was 2020 year was kind of like my struggle bus year. Okay. I had climbed the ranks. Yeah, I did the thing. And then 2021, I was like, okay, I'm going to keep going upward. And my business took a dip. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of people leave, a lot of leaders leave low energy on my team. I was kind of struggling. The world I feel like was struggling at that time. It was like post pandemic, you know, we had such a huge surge. Everyone was jumping into this and then we kind of flatlined and I was really just wondering like what had gone wrong. And it was summer that year. I lost all my leaders and I met with my corporate mentor on a zoom kind of like this. We were talking and Um, I spilled my guts. I was like, I want to be a five-star elite diamond coach. And I don't know what happened. I'm trying to motivate my team. I'm doing all the things in air quotes for people that can't see me. Like I'm doing everything, but it's not working. And she looked at me and said, well, have you ever asked your leaders what they want? Mm -hmm. And that for me was like, oh, I kind of had a gut check moment there. So this will all come together (laughs) at the end, but yeah. That moment changed everything for me is I was so focused on just myself and my goals and where I wanted to go that I kind of lost sight of like what my people needed from me, not just my clients that were in my, you know, my fit club groups and my, Mm -hmm. um, the ones that I was serving with our health and fitness programs, but my leaders as well. I felt like I was missing the boat with what they wanted for themselves in their business. So that light bulb moment changed everything. And that led me to 2022, which we actually, our class got a second chance to go to NLC because it was virtual. So thank, I say, thank God in corporate (laughs) for this opportunity because I did what I had to do to get there. They put out the requirements and that's just my personality. I'm like, done. I will make this happen. Uh-huh. I need to get to Vegas because I know, I know when I become a student and listen to other leaders that I can learn something and I can implement from there. So 2022, got that invite, sat in the crowd. I listened to Danielle Natoni, Christina Delgado, Emily Lemoyne. I still have my notebook somewhere and I just took all these notes, but I went back through and highlighted a couple things because mm-hmm. it's a lot. I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much. And I just took a couple things that I was going to implement. And my team, between me figuring out what my teammates wanted and leading from the front, not assuming success for my business and taking just a couple things from these leaders here and there, that's really what changed the game for me. And that's what brought me here today to where our team is now and we're growing and thriving. I love that. I love that. Okay. So my favorite part, there's a couple of things that you said, even just in your introduction that I was like, oh, I love it is you didn't just sit at that. First of all, you were like, put out the the um, requirements and I'll run for it. So you've got to be an Enneagram three. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 So you're totally yeah. Enneagram three. Like, give me a challenge. I'm in for it for sure. Yes. But 
what I think is so valuable is a lot of people go to conferences, they get overwhelmed and they do nothing, but you really did take a moment and say, what, what's applicable? What are the things through highlighting and saying, this is what I'm going to apply. And then you took that action where a lot of people would focus on all the things that are wrong, all the things that are not working and get stuck in that space where you said, okay, I've got, I have an opportunity to make an impact to make a change. So let's go. So I love that. I love your, I love your mindset around all of it. And that even in the midst of, you know, building your business while having littles and working full time, you know, you found the time to do it. So today we're going to really talk about, we're going to talk about some skills, some mindset that, it really takes to master the business so that people can see growth, both in income and team. And so the what I love the most is you've mastered it while working full-time because you saw tremendous growth even in that season. And you've also mastered it during a low point, you know, in the business where, and you've had people that have left and you've really figured out how to rise post sort of downturn. So let's talk about, let's just talk about key areas you feel like are really important. Yeah, absolutely. And I, uh, when I share my story, I always look back and I remember feeling like, gosh, like just expecting this straight line up. And I just want people to know it is so up and down. Like it's all what we decide to do with it. So you are spot on. And yes, I'm definitely an Enneagram three. Whenever you say that on your podcast, I'm like, yep, that's me. Like put it out there and I will figure out how to do it. So I kind of narrowed it down because I like bullet points when I'm listening to podcasts and when people are speaking, Mm -hmm. I like to have a couple takeaways so that I can take some notes. And then for the listeners that are listening to this, they can go back through and pick and choose what's going to work for them. So I'm really glad you addressed that too, because it's easy to get overwhelmed with information overload. So the best way to do that is just, just, you know, take it in, soak it in, listen, feel the energy, go back and pick one thing. Um, so I'm going to give you five things on some of those areas that I think that have kind of led me to my success and also what I think that other people need, whether they're with body specifically or another company. Number one is becoming a student. I think that is my mantra from the very beginning. I actually, I didn't share this part of my story, but my coach Brooke, before I joined her, I remember watching her on social media and I had this moment because I was actually very jealous and I love her to death. She is one of my very good friends now, but before we kind of met online, we didn't know each other in real life. We were connected through a mutual friend and I was enthralled with her stories and how she was working out with babies at her feet and she was nine months pregnant. Like to me, I was like, how are you doing that? And then she started talking about her job, like her job. She's like, and I get to help other women do the same. And I'm like, what are you doing? And so Yeah. yeah, for months I watched her and I had a point, I honestly became jealous. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get rid of social media. And I had to sit with that feeling. I'm like, why am I jealous? And it was because she had exactly what I wanted. Interesting. So I made a decision and I remember this very clearly. It was like October, November. I actually signed up, didn't do anything for two months and ghosted her and then had this like little pivotal, like, what are you going to do? Like you have the pack, it's sitting here. You're either going to be jealous and stay stuck Mm -hmm. in your weight loss and your life and in this job or become a student. And that's been one of my big mantras ever since is become a student. Like, how can I 
put myself back on that position, like I'm in school again, and learn from people that have achieved what I want to achieve. So I'm always looking for that. So people in this business, that's what you need to do. And I think you need to come at it with that lens. If you are looking at somebody that is further along than you, and you find yourself, you know, getting jealous, kind of sit with that feeling and think why, like what, what is going on there? And if it is, you know, they have something that you want, listen to that. I think we need to tap into that, listen to that. And then we have a choice. We can look at that person and learn or stay where we are and stay stuck. And I choose to really be in tune with my feelings. And when I see that someone has, and I don't really get that feeling anymore. Now, when I see someone, I'm like, what are they doing? What are their systems? Let me get in there and learn them. So that's the mindset you need to have. First off, the second one is become the leader that you want to be now. And when I spoke at our new leader conference, uh, this past February, 2023, I was asked to come speak and there were two other body partners there. The number one in the network right now, Natasha person and Kim Fitzpatrick, another person that has inspired me for years. I don't even think I told her. I was like, I've actually kind of watched you for four years. But <laughs> now you know, awesome. Kim. She's now pretty know. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, she's wonderful. And meeting her in person. And we were talking about, and her big thing is become her now. And I've really latched onto that. And for me, my mantra was always be the leader that I want to be now. So back before I was a five-star elite body partner, I would look at that and say, okay, this is what I want to become. What does a five-star elite body partner do? What do they do on a daily basis? Are they hosting team calls? Are they doing coach sneak peeks? Like what do their groups look like? How are they showing up? And I really made it my job to show up as a leader way before I ever achieved the rank or the income. And I'm sure you know that too. I feel like I've heard you say that as well. Is like, yeah, yeah. I feel like you, I do. I talk about it with the like act as if affirmations, you know, if I want to be a five-star leader, what does that look like? And I actually show up as if I'm already that person every day, what do they do? How do they invite? Right. So it's like, if I'm a five-star leader, okay, what do I do? All right, I've got to invite at least X amount of people. And I'm not afraid to post about the business. So I'm going to make that post today. So it drives your action steps. Even though you aren't that person yet, you will you actually become that person through your, your actions, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, I just wrote that down on my paper. Act <laughs> as if that's so good. Yes. So good. Yes, yes. That's what this is, is doing it way before you ever get there and implementing those actions. So Um, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Did you ever, this is, so a lot of people, a lot of people I talk to, they're like, but I'm not a leader yet. It feels so uncomfortable to talk about the opportunity or talk about that I am looking for people to mentor. And so have you ever felt that way or how did you navigate any of those feelings of, I don't feel like I'm, I have the right to post this way or invite this way. I feel like I might have felt that I honestly can't think very specifically very early on in my journey, very early on, because I knew my vision, I knew where I wanted to go. I just became a student. So if I saw my leader do it, I did it. If I saw her do a sneak peek, I was like, all right, five, four, three, two, one, go do it, Brooke. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like I don't sit in that for very long. I I've 
mean, I do have moments of fear. Absolutely. But again, I think it's a matter of feeling those feelings and then taking that moment and deciding what you're going to do with that. That's really where it's pivotal because it can be easy to sit in that and become afraid and go busy yourself with laundry or other things that you could be doing or yeah, scheduling things that you don't need to schedule. Um, so honestly, I think I just started doing it. I saw that my leader was doing it and I was like, okay, I need to find a way to do this. And it was messy. It was very messy, but, but clear vision. I mean, you said it, you're like, I had a vision. I had a very clear vision. So the vision was so motivating to you that even if there was a fear there, you were like, oh, well, like this. And you had somebody that you were following that was doing things, you know, and you could see the steps that she was taking and you just followed that. So, so I love that. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get you off track there. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. That's a good question because yeah, I think that's very, I think, I mean, it's very normal. And I deal with that with my leaders too, that are scared. And I feel like now that I've been in this business longer, I can kind of catch them early too. When they start coming and talking to me about stuff, I'm like, I think that's fear. And they're like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, just go do it. They're like, okay. Good, good. Okay. So I have uh, three more things. So I think the next two kind of go hand in hand is how to have a conversation. I think that's a big thing people need to learn that I am realizing is we need to learn how to just talk to people and then also how to serve people on social media and really niching down. Like those are two things I don't think I'm a super pro at. Again, I feel like I always go to other leaders and learn from them. I go YouTube. I go on Google. I listen to your podcast. I listen to people that have done the things that I want to achieve, go there, learn and implement. And I think those are two key things that go hand in hand as far as, you know, key areas and being successful in any sort of direct sale business is, you know, once you get out there and you know how to serve your people and not just post. Cause I, for a long time, I have a very big weight loss journey. It was kind of like my selfies, my posts, my before and afters, which is great because I learned through that. And now when I show up, I'm constantly thinking, okay, what are the questions people are asking me? And I'm responding to those. So then when I have to have a conversation about the business it's so natural because I'm putting it out there. Like people see that. So when they follow me, I just say, Hey, like, thank you for the follow. Like what brought you to my page? And they'll usually respond with, Oh, it was either your weight loss journey. I, my journey right now is, and I just had a um, tummy tuck surgery seven weeks ago. So I've kind of zoned in on that. So it's usually people pre-op post-op from that. And then they go to my stories. I mean, I'm constantly talking about the business in there in some way, shape or form. So it naturally leads to that conversation in that way. So I feel like those are two important things is just getting comfortable with it. And again, just do it. So you're not afraid to talk about the business opportunity. You're not afraid to talk about the journey and you're not afraid to get in there and talk to people either. And so that's important. You understand the value of relationship building. Do you set a number for yourself? Like this is how many conversations I'm going to have today. Do you have that thought process? Like how does that go for you in your, in your own brain? Yeah, well, um, I am very, again, I'm very messy. I actually um, have ADHD. So I am very like, 
helpful. Like my organization is an area of growth for sure. How I have conversations, it's more time. I give myself time, 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, how many I get through. That's what I have for that time. Because otherwise I, (laughs) I joke at new leader conference and with my husband, I'm like, you know, if I could just sit and do this business for eight hours and not have to attend to parenting or anything else, I could probably sit and have way more conversations because yeah. I love it so much at this point. It didn't always start like that. So I don't want people to think like, yeah. oh, she's such a natural and was confident. That confidence came through action. But now I have to set a timer to keep myself on track for life. So it's usually, you know, 20 minutes. But if I catch a time where my little one's laying next to me, and I'm rubbing her back and she's going down for bed. I will pick up my phone and I will go. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go through my followers and see who's new. Who can I introduce myself to? Like who's new watching my stories? Who haven't I checked in with yet? So um, yeah, yes. uh, definitely an area of growth as far as getting the numbers down. Yeah, sure. I love it. I love it. But you just look for the pockets. You look for the pockets of time. You're maximizing it. You're thinking about it. And and I was talking to a group of leaders this morning before we recorded and it's, you have this healthy obsession with it, you know, this healthy sort of like striving to, okay, I have this goal. I know where I want to go. And so every little pocket of time that I have, I'm going to work on it. And so that is what is allowing you to get really comfortable with conversations is because you're doing it a lot and you're talking about it a lot. So it, it happens very organically and naturally too. Absolutely. The confidence comes through the action. Yes. Yes, for sure. So the last thing, those kind of go hand in hand. So how to have a conversation was three. Number four is social media. Okay. Niching down, finding ways to tie it back to your business. Okay. The business opportunity, whatever it is that you are currently sharing or selling for lack Mm -hmm. of a better word. Number five, I think we kind of hit on it is take action. Mm -hmm. And messy action is better than perfect inaction. That is what I have heard for years in this business, it is what I live by. It is what I teach my girls. I, is it perfect? I don't know, but I guess it got me here today. And where I keep going is at the end of the day, I can become a student and I can learn all the things, but I have to implement something Mm -hmm. and take action. And it usually starts with my you know, my income reducing activities. Like I know that is like the main thing I need to focus on each and every day. And then all the other things that I'm working on as far as like building like my email list, tweaking my sneak peeks, all of that. That's kind of after I have the conversations because the conversations and the social media, those are the two drivers that get the people in because there was a time, there was a time. Now that I think about it, I remember way back in 2020, I would spend a lot of time on Canva to make things really pretty and make these graphics to motivate people. And I didn't realize then that was kind of me avoiding like doing my invite. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. They disguise work like busyness as real work and making a pretty Canva graphic is not going to make or break it. Yes. So Yes. Now I'm like, oh, I can delegate what I can or borrow what I can. And <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And I am a big fan of taking messy action, you know, and I know there's lots of different personality styles that are out there and some people are like, but I need the details. And so 
how I've sort of found the happy medium in, in all of this is to say, you have to be able to take messy action, you know, and you also need to have a plan is you can make a plan, but and make a plan, which I teach that I teach how to do the marketing plan and how to decide when you're talking about the business and you're talking about the products. And then instead of overthinking the plan, you just have to say to yourself, I know something's going to go wrong. It's, it's just, it's inevitable. I can have the most well thought out plan and something's going to happen. And instead of being upset or calling myself a failure, you just learn from it and then you tweak it and you do it again. And so that's, that the whole business building process is actually messy action because every stage of the business, once you master a skill, then there's a new skill you have to learn. Once you get customers, then you have to learn how to support them. And once you learn how to support them, then you have to learn how to scale your customer base and then how to, you know, so there's just always something. So you never really arrive. You're just always taking messy action. You just get more used to the process, right? Yeah. I think that's spot on. Yeah. You just kind of get used to, okay, this is how it is. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be perfect. I always say I'm building the plane as I'm flying it. (laughs) That's my whole mantra for my business. (laughs) Yes, it is. It is. I actually attended a leadership conference and they said being an entrepreneur, um, entrepreneur or having a startup is kind of like, and they had this image that came up on the screen and it was a Jeep. And the Jeep was like on its side and somebody was hanging out of the front door like fixing the tire, somebody else was trying to steer it. And it's like, it's like a fixing a broken down Jeep while you're actually driving. And I was like, this is accurate. You know, you're trying to build it, steer it, fix it all at the same time. So if it feels like that, you're actually doing it right. You're doing it right. You are. (laughs) Absolutely. Like becoming a student, being a leader, being the leader you want to be now, right? And have starting conversations, which is really incredibly important. Social media, niching down, knowing who you're talking to is really important and just taking messy action and all of those things together, you just put on repeat and then you just perfected the process. And that's how you got from where you are to where you are today. Yes. Yes, the circle of life. It is. It's the <laughs> circle of life. It is life. Yeah. So, so that's and here we are. And you obviously are a student and a sponge, and you've listened to the podcast. And so, and I know that in the fall you signed up for the Rockstar Recruitment Course. And so, what made you decide to do that? You know, where were you at in your in your business that you were like, okay, this is where I need to be a student right now? Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. So. I am a big believer in investing Mm -hmm. back in my business. Um, It took some time. I'm going to share a quick story. I hope it's okay because I know this is coming up. I know what people are thinking because I remember being there and I remember wanting to be a student and I remember looking at what was out there. And I'm just going to say it straight up, the price tag. I remember the price tag. (laughs) So I'm going to be very blunt because, and I have conversations with people all the time and you know, too, even in the business, like the price tag is always there. And back in, it was 2021 when I first ever made a business investment. And it was after uh, going to my first new leader conference, the virtual one and knowing I wanted to grow. So I knew, you know, okay, I wanted to be a five-star elite leader. And I was looking at my business and I knew I needed to grow my 
recruitment numbers. That was one of my big goals. And I knew I needed someone to hold me accountable because actually at the time I was struggling with my just daily behaviors. Okay. And I looked, I looked and I found something and it, and it was on this like push to elite group mm-hmm. that I ended up doing. And I remember looking at it and I was like, oh my goodness, I've never invested beyond like a personal development book. It kind of <laughs> scared me. But I saw these leaders that had done it. They were talking about how they had seen results. I saw their yeah. businesses and their social media. I'm like, okay, there's, there's some merit to this. Like this, this mm-hmm. to me is saying something. So I had to sit down and have a conversation with my husband on a date night. And he was like, what in the world are you doing? I'm like, I think this is going to work. And yeah. he ended up giving me the blessing. Although he did say, he said, if uh, I don't make the money back within like whatever his time limit was, two months, um, you're never investing in your business again. <laughs> I was like, great. Yeah. So I, again, made it my job and I worked hard. And through that, um, push to elite group that I did with Josh Coates. I'll shout him out. He was great. That was like my yeah. first ever thing that really helped me in that season. And I did, I saw the income growth. I saw me, I, but again, I took what he was teaching. I took what he taught, sorry. I took what he taught us and I implemented. Love it. So I knew from that experience that investing back in my business was a good thing. Hi, you should be my daddy right now. I apologize. That's okay. We do life and raise kids. So not my little ones at home again. Always messy. So through that experience, that was so long ago, but um, I've kind of gone through some things that I have invested in and I've done my research. I, that's something I'm not really afraid of doing. So when the rockstar recruitment course launched, I, to me, it was truly a no brainer. One, I saw, I saw the sticker and I was like, wow, this is cheap. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like honestly couldn't believe it. That was number one. I hope it's okay. We're talking about that because I was shocked because I know listening to your podcast for three years and listening to the, um, the chic podcast for three years, you and Katie and all the free value that I, that you gave, I implemented so many things and I saw growth. I'm like, so I knew I'm like, if I invest in this, I know what I'm getting is going to be gold because again, you've achieved something that I am looking for. I know you have the tools you've been down this road, like very specifically, so at the time in my business, it was right after um, we had hit five star, I went to leadership and I knew just kind of looking at my organization, I only had, not only, but I had my handful of leaders, but I know if I want to go to that next level, my mm-hmm. next goal, I need to have more, I need to have more leaders. So recruitment, I was like, done. This is a, you know, the price was great. I saw I had a need. I know where I'm going. I need more leaders. I know you've done it. And I was like, this is perfect. There's nothing else out there right now that I need. Like, this is it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I'm like that too. Actually, my husband was the exact same way when I, he's never been one to invest in any kind of personal growth, you know? So throughout his whole corporate career, he's always, even still to this day, he's kind of like, why do you need that? Can't you just figure it out on your own? I'm like, you don't understand. It's so much easier when you have a mentor. I could figure it out, but it's going to take me forever. I'd rather just take a course class and I can figure out half the time. So 
I've gotten to the point now where I just do it and tell them after the after the fact. But oh we, yeah, we, we really had to work at that. But okay, so you made the investment, and we know you're the kind of person that that invests, but then implements. So how 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 did it impact your your business? So for, you know, give me some of the like from the course. This is what happened in my business. Yes. Well, I will be very honest. So when I invested in the business. I remember that was also the time we were locking in our end of the year goals. So yes. I, I really yeah. get in bite-sized pieces. Like I, and this is what I tell people. Cause sometimes I have even people that join me or that join my team and they are mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh, this is so much. And I'm like, break it down again, take the highlighter one thing at a time. And that's really what I did. So I did not go like all in because I was still doing running my business. I was still achieving like, mm-hmm. you know, getting my team to that end of the year goal. And <laughs> we made it in the nick of time. It was great. But I took the course and I really, this sounds kind of silly, but I feel I, I tell people I use it as like my Bible, like in my faith journey and my Bible is my go-to. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. if I have questions, I go to my Bible. Like that's where I go. So I'm like, this course is literally like my Bible for recruitment. Like when I need something, I go to it because I know it's there. It is forever my go-to. So in the very beginning, um, one of my big goals last year was the email marketing. So I went through the lessons on like the mindset and having a healthy pipeline. Um, but the email marketing is like the big one that I'm working on because I kind of wrecking balled myself in this business. And then <laughs> I was like, okay, now it's time to scale. Like you said earlier, like you get to these points. And then I knew I was like, okay, I need to scale, which mm-hmm. means I need to grow my pipelines, which led me to email marketing. So I have really leaned into that. And I have grown my my little baby list from zero knowing nothing. I mean, really email marketing is, I went to school for social work. That is not my thing, but I've grown that list. And right now I have about 236 people on my list from sharing it. Yes. I'm so thrilled. And I actually will tell you, I had my very first, um, but a lot of people get in there and I nurture it weekly and I have really redone, like recreated my systems for like my coach interest flow. And I have people on there, which is exciting. Um, but I had my very first win of someone that joined my list and signed up the same day, which before never happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is going somewhere. Good. Celebrating every win is another thing too. I should have added that on my list before. Like you have to celebrate everything. Like If you have a goal to recruit 10 people in a month and your number right now is two, celebrate when you hit three because that's a win. So that's another thing I always try to do in my business is when I have massive goals, I have Mm -hmm. to celebrate those milestones along the way. So yeah, that's been, that's kind of been my experience so far. I'm actually going through the course again and now, oh my gosh, after December, I felt like I took the biggest breath. Mm-hmm. And literally the first thing I went back to was your course. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was That's like, cool. okay. Yeah. 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 I can Which is, really soak this up. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of, you know, and that's the cool part. I wanted to create the course that people had lifetime access to. And then as I update things, everybody, all my students get the updates, but 
that's just what you, you go back to it and you're at a different point in your business and you hear things differently yeah. or there were things you didn't implement before, but now you're ready to implement them too. And so I always say like a system and a process, the framework is there. You just keep adding to yeah. it, fine tuning, tweaking. And yes. what turns into one person that signed up from your flow is now going to be five, six, 10, 15, which is fun. You know, like it just yes. continues to, to build. So I love that. I love that so much. Yes. Yeah. And I I've done it. I've like walked the walk and talked the talk. And I was like, okay, how do I teach this in a way? Because that's probably the number one thing people ask me is about recruitment and talking about the business. And it's not, it is not a scary thing. I don't know why people get so freaked out to talk about the business. It just, it's the best, I feel like it's the best part in addition to the products that we have to offer. So, all right. So if somebody is listening to this right now and they're like, ah, should I sign up? Should I not? Like, why do you feel like somebody should sign up and do the course now? It's funny in your recruitment blitz when I was listening to you yeah. live. I think someone said that and I was like, just do it. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> sometimes I can be a little, like, just, yeah. just do it. Like what? Yeah. How could you overthink it? I do think I share that story earlier because I think my experience in investing in other opportunities and other mentors, and I've invested in business mentors and um, other courses from that experience, that's where I say it just blows my mind. Like what you have created and having access to what you've created and knowing I have the lifetime access. Yeah. It is everything that's laid out for you. Like truly, I wish this would have been something I had years ago yeah. that I would have had access to, because I feel like it would have saved me probably a lot of mess and wrecking balling that I did to get here, but you know, you got to sure. take action to figure it out. So I think that if you, if you are in direct sales, if you are, if you know where you're going and what you want, this is the best first investment that you can make because that's we're we're in the business of recruiting. If you're you're in the we're in the business of building a team. And I feel like the things that you teach too can also be implemented for people that want to purchase our products and services, like the email marketing, for example. Like that can go towards both recruiting business builders and recruiting people to yeah. your fit club, right? Like, or whatever challenge groups. Um it really is just laid out for you. I think that if people are on the fence, what do you have to lose? That's right. another thing too. from my investments that I've made in the past. And I'm just thinking of, I think I have at least five I can name off of. I have always learned something. Mm -hmm. I've learned something that has taken me to the next level from every single investment. And again, if you are here, if you are in direct sales, if you are a body partner, if you have goals to build your team and your income, yeah, I mean, you've done it. You've walked yeah. the walk. Like you said, you're talking the talk and you've created a handbook from A to Z on how to help us do the same. So it just makes sense. I love it. I love it. Okay. So if you're listening to this, you can actually sign up for the Rockstar Recruitment Course. We will put the link in our show notes. We'll also give you a coupon code as well that you guys can use. So you can actually check that out below. Enrollment is still open. So you still have time to get in. But as we 
As we wrap up today, and you've been such an amazing guest, you've done an incredible job. And we were talking about this before we started. She, This is her first podcast interview. So she crushed it. And so you have to go follow Brooke. What's, what is your actual Instagram handle on Instagram? Yeah, it's uh, brooke.chicola. So there's a dot. And my last name is C-H-O-C-H-O-L-A. The, the second H is silent. So it okay. messes everything up. <laughs> yeah. I think I called you Chichola. <laughs> I had it way okay. <laughs> Oh, everyone does. Everyone's like, how do you say your name? <laughs> For sure. So well, I'll link that too. So people can go find you and follow you. Her social media is oh, incredible. Dear. She does a great job sharing her journey. Again, you can probably hear it just from listening. Her energy is magnetic. And so two things we're going to we're gonna end with today. Number one, I always like to ask people what their goals are for this year, what they're committed to. And then I want you to kind of drop, I want you to just drop your favorite truth bomb when it comes to direct sales. Absolutely. Okay. <sighs> okay. The goal always makes me want to vomit, but I have learned, I have learned. Yes. If you want something, you have to speak it because the more you speak it, you will become it just like we talked about today. So my goal, and I like to dream big too. I know if I dream big, I'll act big. So my goal is top 10 in our company. Ah, about it. Okay. Anyway, it. it's out there in the world now. Everyone knows. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If, if you follow me on social, you could say, good job for saying that. Brooke. <laughs> just yes. kidding. Um, but yeah, that is definitely my goal. I definitely want to um, keep our team rolling. I really, yeah, this business gives me so much energy and I want to keep bringing it. I want to keep showing other women out there what it can do for them and hopefully lead to more speaking opportunities like this I because it. I love, love speaking. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. And then my truth bomb. Oh, I was, when I was writing this down, I'm like, gosh, what is like one thing to take away? And here's the thing. When I started this business, um, I was afraid to invite. That was like one of my things. Mm -hmm. I looked for all the secrets. I was like, I'm going to search and find the secret to success. And my truth bomb is there is no secret. There are already people that have figured it out. You just need to make yourself a student listen, learn, and implement in that order. Yeah. I love like that. that. There's no secrets. It's already out there. You've created it. People share it. I have heard, I feel like all the investments I made, everyone said the same thing. Sure. <laughs> and people say it for free. Like yeah. and there's no secret to it. No one's going to build this business for you. Just got to do it. Got to yeah. do it. You do. I love it. All right. You are fantastic. I am 100% rooting for you to achieve your goal of top 10 and inspire so many people. Yeah, to inspire people to go for it. And that no matter what your journey is, what it looks like, what your story is, that you can you can achieve all of the things you put on your vision board when you show up and you do the work and you're just willing to put your head down and go. So thank you, Brooke, for your time today. And Absolutely. everybody, thank you, yes, <laughs> if you are listening, make sure you take a screenshot of this podcast episode, tag Brooke, tag myself, tell us what your top takeaway is and make sure you check out uh, the links in the show notes to follow Brooke and to make sure you get into the Rockstar recruitment course. And I'll see you back here for another episode of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. All right. See you later, guys.